0: welcome back to another episode of two idiot girls Woo! that was a long one how are you doing good exhausted yes that's it i'm like not tired but i like i like i just i don't feel good and i think it's because of how much we're doing this next week i'm a little like overwhelmed you know what i mean and eh, you'll be fine in terms of not being in my bed that's when i i get like girl you're telling me i'm little, also not a little in my itchy bed. a little itchy i'm no, also not in my bed and adam is uh, and if i'm not in my bed no one else is you adam and billy are also not in your beds very true you guys may have seen <laughs> we did do halloween first halloween round right Yes, we had our first costume. Yeah, we did Cusco, Isma, and Kronk. It was really fun. Shout out Nancy. She made the costumes. We sure did. Nancy Elizabeth, she's amazing. Yes, Nancy Elizabeth on Instagram. Instagram. She I made her. um dress for the Black, Black Adam. Adam premiere. So she's an icon. Everyone should follow her. We're obsessed with. She's her. a Salwin seamstress. So indigenous business owner. Make sure you'll support small female-owned business owner. Mm-hmm. Check and out. she also made my Halloween costume last year. So. For the Hulk. Yeah, she did. I forgot yeah, about that. So yeah. love her. Love her down. She made all of our costumes. Get the head pieces. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, really every, everything. Everything we were wearing, she made all of it. And she made it in like a week. So. Is not even, dude? Yeah. Well, yours she made in two days. But yeah. me and Billy, she made in like five days. So uh, she's incredible and amazing. Um, y'all should source her if you can um but she's incredible so it came out awesome and then obviously y'all know adam did the glam and he remains untouched what in the number one do? spot everyone else is playing for second yeah what are you gonna do so that was halloween round to one i think we only have one more thing we're doing halloween for right so i far, believe as so. of right now anything could happen by the time you're watching this we will be in new york though And I will know that I'm going to be editing this one, not the editor. So will there be a lot of pictures in this one? Uh -uh. Because I'm doing (laughs) it. (laughs) Just to curb your (laughs) expectations. (laughs) When our real editor does it, he puts in the work. Me? I'm putting in work, but I have a lot of other things to work on. Yeah. Here's the thing. (laughs) I, (laughs) the entire month of September and October, I've been home maybe like four, four or five days yeah. uh every other day i've spent somewhere else uh-huh in someone else's city and state and country even mm-hmm. so what do you want from us i guess is my but question by the time You're i don't skipping. know if i already said this i can't remember but i think i did by the time you guys see this we'll be in new york you did you just said that oh okay <laughs> see i'm already <laughs> you said that like 15 seconds <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember but just don't be excited that you're gonna see pictures because you're not going to. I will try my best, but by then I'm not really gonna put any. Guys, like, bear with us. All right, it's a busy month. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I don't know what it is, but like towards the last like three months of the year, the last quarter is always fucking insane. Girl, I'm insane. fucking gone. I never know what's going I am, on. I'm never home, and I'm tired, and I'm hungry the last three months yeah. of the year. I know if like, someone texts me, can you come to my Halloween party? And I go, I'll try my best. That's why when someone was like, I, what could, you? I could literally be anywhere. at that. Well, see, that that's, that's why know. when people are like, what are you doing in two weeks? Ask me in two weeks. Like, <laughs> like, who can really say? Whatever your event is. And if you know me personally, I would love to come. Ask me the day before. Cause yeah. I may, I may not even be in the country. Yeah. Ask me the day before. That's when I, I know um, exactly what I'm doing. So I've, Been on the road and working, like, the last, like, month and a half. So all of that to say, good problems to have, right? Being busy is never a bad thing, as long as we prioritize rest where we can. But sometimes, Jason has to audible the editing, so sometimes there's no picks. My B. You guys will still get the sillies and the funnies and the goofs and the gaffs, I promise. That'll be consistent every time. Just like when we that will never be missing. That's just like when we weren't we didn't have a set for a month, (laughs) like not even it was like two or two months, whatever. Don't clock me on that. When we didn't have a set, see, I didn't notice because I'm just worried about the laughs. (laughs) Let's just make sure we have the laughs. (laughs) I'm just worried about the content. Really prioritizing the giggles. So, Um, I mean, what else do we have going on? That Billy's birthday's coming up. Yes, it is indeed. He's turning twenty nine. Um. I think that's it. Finger, Lord willing, really. Yeah. Y'all already know I have a million and one things happening all at once. seems. new nail alert. I new don't know nail if you alert. Could see this far I did Beetlejuice ones. I just did blood. You'll <laughs> probably see them on our Instagram. Yeah, you'll have to see it on the Instagram, but they are still spooky. Season. <laughs> oh wait, another PSA, guys. Gonna have to kill the bit that we talked about in the last episode. About the monsters, yes. Gonna have to kill it. Did not know the lore of where and that I did, kid is now. I did comment it and pin it as soon as I posted the video. And it's so... I don't know if you can't see that. Sometimes they can't. And so everyone is commenting it. And trust me, we know. Yeah, We're we know there. We know now. We did not know at the time, obviously. But um, um, uh, consider this uh, an announcement to the ACU that it is dead in the water. That bit is done for, okay? Another thing I'd like to note to our our team here, mm-hmm. we have... I don't know if you've seen it. I'm sure you have. She's drinking her shake. <laughs> That's not what I was going to say. I was no. showing it like a beauty guru. I was going to say, I had my protein shake today, too. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I made it at home. Yeah. Um, we've seen the TikTok that you guys have been tagging us in of the guys reenacting Barnyard and Spirit Halloween. Yes. That's the one... That's the one where he's like, "It's a cow farm, right?" Yeah. And then he yeah. takes he has the cow head and he sings the the Johnny Cash song. <laughs> the Johnny Cash, <laughs> the allegedly not Johnny yeah, Cash whatever. song. I'm sorry, Sam Elliott sounds just like Johnny Cash. I'm sorry that I don't know the difference between two white men when they're singing on the mic. Like, sorry, I don't know. What My bad. Yeah. My bad. But we have seen it. I thought it was funny. Yes, we have. We have, in fact. So many of you tagged us in it, which. Mm. I think is a, a hilarious and beautiful thing because that means so many of you are existing on different pockets of TikTok, but mm-hmm. you all came across the same one because you all love us, which is a good thing. Yeah. I've also seen the video of the person in the boy genius shirt saying, I'm not gay. I literally <laughs> like men. Um, and they're in front of Starbucks. I have seen it. I actually saw it before all of you tagged me in it, funny enough. Wait, I wanna I wanna tell you about one that I'm getting tagged in nonstop. You, Drew also sent me that one and said this is literally I you. did, and that was before I knew y'all were tagging yeah. her. So it worked out. Um we're all in on the bit together. But um <laughs> We've seen it. <laughs> yeah, the other one that I'm in getting tagged in constantly lately is the one it's like it I don't even know if it's real. I think it is, right? But it's like an extra scene but it's from Lilo and Stitch when I haven't in that one too. Yeah, it's a. It, it might be from the show. TV show where yeah, Gan- it was Gantu says he's someone. Yeah, it was the show. Yeah, but I I don't know if that's a real scene or if someone just like made it say that. You know what I'm saying with like AI. I don't know if it's real. Like <laughs> I was like I was older by the time the show came out, but like I've seen that one too. That is also funny. But I feel like a lot of times I'm the only someone pe- person people know of ever. And they're like, they're like, you get it. I do. In fact, I do. In fact, get it. So. And they just went, oh, that makes sense when he says it. <laughs> there you go. Someone's are very big people. That is true. I'm one of them. So. <laughs> so I am also a big someone person. So. <laughs> I'm big too, but <laughs> in a different way. <laughs> in my heart, don't say that. In my brain. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so we're doing a part three of the Q and A our next episode i've already picked the theme we want you guys to send in your funny halloween stories Yes. but i didn't post the poll in time so that will be up for the next two episodes after this one okay yes but y'all love the q a so we figure we'll do another q a one one more and then we'll finish the month off with a spooky season one a couple of funny halloween ones especially because i think halloween this year is on a tuesday is it yeah should we dress up for our last um (laughs) episode as soon as i said that i was like i don't want to I don't know. Maybe we'll see what we come up with. We'll see again. The same logic that we talked about in the beginning. Tell me how I feel. I'll tell you. Let you know. i gonna say it depends on what state my body's in by that time. And my fucking brain at that point. Cause right now she's mashed potato. Mush. I just almost threw up because I was trying to talk through a burp. (laughs) I'm going to bleep out the word. Oh no. Keep going. It's just cause some people are scared of, of throw up on here. I'm not going to. I just felt like I almost did. Don't worry, guys. I had your back. Yeah, all. Some people are afraid of it, <laughs> and you're the only person in here. Well, no. I just recently. I've gotten so many DMs about people asking me how do I deal with ametophobia. And I was um, like, I'll tell you how. She doesn't. No, I'll tell you how. I'm only scared of other people throw up now. I one time and by that, I mean one time. Oh, are, are people asking you in terms of themselves throwing up? Yeah. How do I deal with me? Like it's that insane anxiety you got when you're throwing Oh throw yeah, up. I feel that. And it's because you're scared to throw up. But I've, I, I feel because that Because I was, I, you guys, I'm not joking. I was literally sick all of 2020 and like half of 2021. So the mm-hmm. time I threw up every single day, that got me over my fear of me vomiting but I do not like when when other people do it. Makes me mad immediately, anxiety, and I want to punch you in the throat. Okay, so, I wouldn't have punched you. I would have like shoved my my laptop on the ground and ran out of the room and told Billy to come help. Yeah, her. she doesn't really mean that. She just like she runs in the other direction. That's how she deals with it. And then I'm scared of her for at least two days. Yeah, she runs. She she runs in the opposite direction. That's how she deals with it. Um, in terms of other people around her. Yes. Her going through it, unfortunately, she just got used to the feeling. But... Yeah, so now I'm like, I'd rather just get it over with, yeah. which is not good. So but, I'm honestly yeah. I'm honestly not sure how to deal with that, to be honest. I wish I, I knew. Yeah, I, uh, I did ginger candies. I did honestly bubble water is my biggest any sort of seltzer water is oh, my yeah, biggest trick for a media phobia when you when you're when you're nervous about you getting sick. Would other yeah. people get sick that, I don't know anything about it yet. <laughs> I haven't gotten over that. Uh we also also too, like for me. I'm also, I, I hate throwing up. I hate the feeling. I, it doesn't make it like it all the, the anxiety around it. I feel so severely and I hate it so much. Um, for me, like when I like make peace with it happening, like I tell myself I'm going to throw up, but I'm going to be okay. Yeah. As soon as I do that, I throw up like or when uh, I, when um, I have to, yeah, I'll I be, I'll to. be okay. And I'm going to feel so much better yeah, if like, I just get it over with. When I like, have that conversation with myself then i do it and i understand i like keep reminding myself over and over again like i'm okay i'm okay everything's okay mm-hmm. um but nobody likes that feeling it's just an awful know, feeling, i'm sorry so. i wish i had better advice but for, i know i would tell you honestly bubble water and then sometimes i'll sleep with like three pillows to like kind of prop up my back so then it like helps up my tummy yeah i don't know and we've digestion. told y'all about perrier and laying on your left side it has to be the perrier and the bottles though the glass i don't know if you don't have access to the glass, though, bubble water yeah. is bubble water. Bubble water is bubble water. Take I, it. Yeah. I drink top, the Trader Joe's one. That one's pretty good, too. I like top that Top of Chico, lot. their saturation's on two billion. The Mineragua one. I've Mineragoa, talked about this before. Yeah. That one, like, you have three seconds to put your mouth on top or it's going to shoot through the thing. <laughs> you like like a fire Like a mento in there. <laughs> yeah. In it's true. Model. I know. The, the Perrier and the left side thing, a lot of y'all have genuinely, you, you've said it works so well. I'm telling you when your tummy's upset, whether it's like sour, like like you got to throw up, or you it's have upset, chorro, yeah. yeah, or if it's just like topsy turvy bubble, bubble bubble water, I'm telling you, every time I'll tell you guys how fun unflavored. A fun... Don't get the fl- the flavored one; makes me more sick. I like the lemon one personally, but I also like plain.
1: Like lime is okay, too- but lime
0: lime is a last resort. One time Drew got really carsick so we pulled over. Wait, wait, hold on. I wanted to tell that story. Oh, okay. Is that the one you were gonna say? Yeah, okay. yeah. I was like, this this is a story about bubble water too working, but like, y'all, a lot of you have seen my episode of the comment section with Brittany, right? Brittany Broski and Manny. You filmed them both in the same day. And Manny, I know, but Brittany specifically, like everybody has seen that episode at least once, right? Um, the day that I filmed that episode with Brittany. I was violently ill for at least, almost two weeks. Like the flu took me out, bitch. Like she stood on my neck, bitch. It was so bad. And so. All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick little break. And this is with our friends at Lumi. So is your deodorant so amazing that someone would steal it? Lumi is. And I know that because someone literally did. What the heck? Let me back up. Lumi is America's number one whole body deodorant, pH optimized for pits, privates, and beyond. They also have DO wipes, which I am obsessed with and I tell you every single time about, for 24-hour odor control on the go. The wipes work so well that, yes, some deodorant bandit, what the heck, stole an entire truckload of them from the Lumi warehouse this year. But to avoid California Highway Patrol, I recommend just ordering on their site. Special offer, new customers get $5 off Lumi's starter pack with code Idiot girls at Lumi deodorant. So I personally... I tell you every single time, I love the wipes. piece. I love the body wash. Girl, you get in there in your pits, like it feels clean. Like I feel clean, I don't feel smelly, I feel good. I also really love the stick because I just throw it in my purse if I need it. You could put it anywhere, anywhere on your body and it works, I'm telling you. So Lumi is different and unique and it's because they have a whole body deodorant, the first of its kind, like I told you. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body, pits, underboobs, thigh folds, belly buttons butt cracks, vulvas, and your feet. Get in there on your feet. You need it, I'm sure you do. It's aluminum free, baking soda free, and paraben free. It's pH balanced for safe use below the belt, girl. Get in there. So. Lumi starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice like the mini body wash and deodorant wipes that I keep hounding you about, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code 2idiotgirls at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code 2idiotgirls. Now back to the episode. I was so sick for like days. And that was also the first time I'd ever met Alex (laughs) was the day that I filmed that, Mm -hmm. uh, met her in person, I will say. And, um, I was so, so ill. And, um, that day I stayed home. I like took every medicine known to man to try and heal myself. By the time I filmed with Brittany, I was still really, really sick, but I was like, I'm powering through. Right. That was one of my first glams I ever did with Adam too. That was like a full, full glam. And um, this is the first time you guys did a braid. Yes. Uh, first time we did our iconic 80 inch slick back braid, which is now a staple <laughs> that I do all the time. But, anyways, um, so the day that I did that, we drove down to the show. Like, it was me, my mom, and Dace. And so we're driving, and I'm so sick, dude. Like, I'm like, I have to throw up. Like, this is horrible. I'm like crying too because I'm worried about filming because I knew I needed to finish those two episodes. So my mom pulled off the freeway and I had to get out of the car and sit on the, at the gas station on like a curb. And I was fucking gray. Like I was literally pale. And my mom went inside and she got um, the Perrier like in the glass bottles, like those giant ones they sell in like gas stations. And she gave that to me and I started sipping that. Girl, that shit kept me alive long enough to film for like three or four hours. Drew was like, I don't want to drink it. I'm like, dude, you're going to see it. It'll it'll stop it. It healed me. It healed me. It kept me alive long enough to get through those two. And then I could go home and be sick again. And then I got better a few days later. But let that be a testament to how incredibly powerful Perrier, plus laying on your left side is. Because then I reclined my seat and I was laying on my left side in the car to try and like fix my stomach. Mm-hmm. That was also the first day we ever met, Brittany. So that was that's crazy to think about mm-hmm. over here. It goes. was so now look at us an old married throuple. I know, <laughs> truly. Okay, so we're gonna do a Q&A. This first one's from Sydney. She said, How does Jason feel about wearing long nails as a queer? I had them for two weeks and I felt invisible to other queer women as a femme. I looked online and the consensus was, to you? But I would never talk to a woman loving wh- women with long nails, ew. I have used every excuse in the book as to why people don't approach me um, at bars as a femme. This is for me. I'm not talking about you. Mm-hmm. I've said the nails. I've said, oh, because well, I dress like a femme. I could use a 100- hundred. It's because you have to go up to them. They don't give a fuck about the nails. To to be honest, I think they like the nails, but maybe it's intimidating in like certain obviously intimate situations. But I or maybe they think you're not gay. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's an excuse I've made up in my head over and over again. And and maybe they do think I'm not gay, so then I have Mm -hmm. to go up to them, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. If you add all that to, I I hear me now. I'm not getting rid of the nails. Um, (laughs) I'm not, and I until I'm dating someone and it makes sense to me to maybe get rid of a few of them, but I'm not getting rid of them. Period. Yeah. And I like how also, they look. You know how long I want my nails. Well, and it's also very possible um, to to um, adapt them. You could do other things with yeah. them. Yeah, so you don't need a nail. No, I'm saying yeah, yeah, adapt them so they still work for your personal life, but also still fit the aesthetic that you want. Yeah, right. So all of that to say, if you want the nails or like lash it, like if you want to get stuff done, whether you're attracted to women, men, everyone, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You should never try to fix or like. Change your appearance in order for people to want to talk to you or want to be with you, or preemptively, yeah, like like at all. I think that's like my biggest piece of advice, especially, especially as a queer. Have I gone out and tried any of my tricks where I said I'm going to go up and say hi to people? Absolutely not. She hasn't tried them yet, yet, (laughs) because I'm still hoping someone's (laughs) going (laughs) to. Okay, but um, no, I haven't gone out yet, so I'll let you know if it works. But the nail—I don't think it's the nails. I mean, maybe it is making them—they think you're not queer, but I don't think they don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Or want to have sex with you or whatever. That's fair. Because you have nails. And well, yeah, if they, they do, I don't want to be with someone like that. Well, yeah. And it's also like, you know, obviously I can only speak to heterosexual relationships, but like, you don't want to be with someone who doesn't yeah, want to be, doesn't support or like the way that you choose to express yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, and nails are art, it's a form of art, an art form. Um, and if you, if you love them and enjoy them and they make you feel confident or beautiful or whatever, then you should get them. Mm -hmm. And then the right person will like the fucking nails. Will love, love you, love that you love them. Yeah. And by proxy love them. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I think also too, it's probably, um, it's probably, it's not a bad thing that you're trying to like be aware of things like that, but it's, um. Also, not a not a bad thing if you want to have them, I feel like. You know what I mean? But if you want to get rid of them, because you don't want them anymore, by all means. Yeah, I think that's a mean, like, trope for people to be like, I don't want to, like, for if there are queer people out there that are saying that. Like, I don't mm. want to be with someone like that anyways. Yeah, I mean, you want to be with someone who likes what you like. Yeah. Right? Or, well, likes, or respects the fact that you like something that maybe they don't like. Yes. Right? If, Personally. And if, like, I'm with someone and they tell me, don't put those near me, <laughs> Like in that specific, I'm not going to be like, well, okay, you don't like me. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. it's like, it's got to make sense for both of you and it's got to mm-hmm. be a respectful understanding on yeah. both sides. But I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not hooking up with anyone that's like, I would never hook up with someone with nails. Well, yeah, it's just like, okay, then don't. Like I've heard people say, <laughs> oh, certain shapes don't hurt. I don't even want to know because I don't want nails up there either. Well, fuck no, dude. Like so, I'm, I'm careful when I put tampons. Me too. in With these, like I'm careful when I wipe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like nobody wants one of these yeah. up there. It's not gonna feel good. So I understand. Believe me, that's exactly what you're saying. Believe I've me. accidentally scratched myself, dude. It's awful. And It's a bitch. Yeah. Like that shit hurts. So I would never tell anyone. Like, no, you have to. Like I would never do that. I wouldn't even like. Well, that's it feels like, what I mean. That. Yeah. The, yeah. That's my point. It's like it's like okay. Well, like let's all use common sense. I would never do that to someone. Yeah. Like. They're pretty right now, and they look beautiful, and I like them. And if something changes down the line, as long as both parties feel respected and comfortable, then cool. Yeah, You know what I mean? That's all that matters. I would never get rid of the nails. Would I get make two of them shorter? Sure. There you go. If it made sense. That's the wonderful thing about that is that I feel like a lot of nail techs especially have been able to show different styles that they're yeah. able to provide their clients for their different... Needs and wants, you know what I'm saying, for their love, so. they're really their lifestyles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this next one's from Lindsay. She said, What do you guys think you'd be doing if you weren't influencers? I know it's a super basic question. Also, I'm glad you guys are influencers because who would bully all the men? I mean, period, none of the men were doing it, so I had to step up. what <laughs> do you want to tag in? Oh, Just kidding, you so bad, yeah, give me a break. I'm trying to take some time off. Just kidding. <laughs> um. Do you think you would still be doing sports yeah just like a a different spot yeah yeah i think i would still be trying to work in sports or maybe more so the lifestyle part of it like Mm -hmm. i I would still be trying to work in some sort of media okay because that's like where my degrees are so i would still be trying to do that but honestly i would think if i wasn't doing this i wouldn't have gotten fired so i feel like i would still be working in sports like confidently Mm -hmm. that's what i i think honestly i don't dude i might have went to grad school i was thinking about it for you're a not minute. gonna go to grad school bro i was thinking about it That didn't mean i was gonna do it <laughs> yeah no shit so let's talk it. about what what for realsies we would have been doing <laughs> let's talk about that um <laughs> i don't know i think you would still be trying to work in music or something like or film like film and music yeah like what you were doing yeah, maybe. I think I that's know. what you would be doing. Something. It would and I would be very depressed. Um, yeah, I think you would have been like a a PA on a set or something. Yeah. yeah. that's what I think you would have done. This next one's from Rachel. She said, Because you both moved recently, what are your decorating styles and what do you wish you could try out? Ooh, I love that. Um, we're complete opposites, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> um, our our like by our personalities, our decorating styles are very, very different too um i'm um i'm a huge proponent of neutrals like i love nudes um i didn't really to be i didn't really like black to be honest like not too much black because i feel like it it makes it too dark in the house but in this new house i had to kind of mix in a lot of black and dark so i i love like whites woods neutral tones jewel tones like very i don't um, feel like you have anything jewel toned in your house. Jewel tones are not just colors. Jewel tones can also be like different, like browns, different shades of brown or bl- or dark blue or shit like that. You don't have any dark blue in here. I know that I'm saying like, it doesn't always have to be like a purple and a green and a yellow to be a jewel tone. I see. But I'm really, really into like neutral colors. Like neutrals are my favorites. So like whites, browns, nudes, blacks, like taupe, all that kind of stuff. Um, All of that mixed together with patterns and all of that are what I'm a big fan of personally. I love a lot of wood, lighter woods. Um, Yeah, and I I like like color mixed in. What I would like to try is mixing in more color. I don't like a lot of color, but I do like uh, accents of color, if that makes sense. But I love nudes and neutrals and all of that because I feel... Really like homey and cozy and I also feel like it matches everything because I go all out for holidays and decorating and I like when my all of my decoration in all of my house like for Christmas or Halloween or whatever I like when it doesn't clash with my furniture but that's me being a Virgo <laughs> like it needs to match and all be even and all of that shit. So what about you? I don't even know like what it's called that I like. I think Maximalist. She's a Maximalist print color. Yeah color I like stuff like that but I'm so bad at like decorating because I'll like buy random stuff and then I'll be like yeah. this is so ugly. Like someone that I really love their style is, or like home decor is I think her name's Karen. Is it Karen Joy? I think that's her name. She's the one that makes the cereal bowls that, out of like plaster and stuff. Oh yeah. You've yeah, sent yeah. her stuff before. Yeah. Her house honestly looks like iCarly like where iCarly mm-hmm. lived. I think that's so fun but like I don't know that I could live in that. Yeah. But I love look like she just made this chandelier with her dad and her husband out of these like big crayons. It looks so cute. Cute. But I think I, I, not that I couldn't live in it. I think I just don't have that eye and I feel like I think I do. And then I buy stuff and I go, this is ugly. Why did I do that? Yeah. Well, you just know what you like, which I respect. Like here's a perfect example. When I was furnishing my home, um, I pick from very specific places, but I also am very impatient. So I'm not willing to wait. Like, and Dayson was without a couch for like a month and a half. Cause she wanted a very specific green couch. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's the difference between Dayson and I, like I, and who knows, maybe that's what drives my love for neutrals and nudes it'll because come they, tomorrow because they're always in stock. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But also... I think it just works out that way. Like, Jason's patient and I'm not, they always have neutrals and nudes and shit in stock and they never have color in stock. So it's like, I guess it just works out. Like our patience levels match what we're um, drawn to when it comes to decorating. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jason will like, she'll wait. Like she doesn't give a fuck. Like she'll wait. So when I see people being like, yeah, like I ordered my new couch. It's not coming till December. I'm like, damn, you're stronger than me, bitch. Cause like, I cannot wait. I cannot, if I can't find it or something closer, I'll find something else. Yeah, I'll wait for Like, I'll, I'll find I something care. else because I just, like, I'm impatient. That's why. And when I, when I move, like, I want everything done, like, within the first month of me living there. Like, I want to keep unpacking, decorating, furnishing, setting shit up. Like, I want to keep doing that constantly because I don't want to have to worry about it or live amongst boxes. But, again, like... I had a lot of help thankfully for this house. Thankfully, I had a lot tons of help for this house, but that's not always the case, but that's just me being impatient um because and also me being a Virgo. <laughs> yeah, I mean for my house like it was literally just me and my mom unpacked everything, but I think the only room I haven't done yet is my office. I have to like rethink what I want in there. Like I really want to buy a vanity, but like, where does it go? I don't want to have mirrors in my bedroom because I heard it's really bad luck. So I don't know. You a... can have a mirror in there. It just can't be at the foot of your bed. I don't want them in there. You so... can't be able to see. You can't be able to see. You already have a mirror in your bedroom. It's in your bathroom. No, but like that's not in the bedroom. But it's attached to your bedroom. There's no door. No, I know, but that's in the bathroom. That's different. Anyways, I'm still trying to figure it out, but um, I don't know. I'm still navigating my my interior uh, decorating style. Yeah. I don't know what it looks like yet. I yeah. do like mid-century modern. Like if I were to buy a house. Mid-century like- modern is my like favorite kind of like architectural design and everything. And interior design is mid-century modern. Love it. Lots of woods. Love it. Like I think the coolest house I could live in would be like uh, in Charlie's Angels, the one that she gets kicked out of the window for. <laughs> like that house is sick with all the windows even the one that lucy lou lives in in that movie so pretty the one that lucy lou lucy lou is in a trailer in that movie in the very first charlie's angels no her boyfriend is a movie star and then she goes to the trailer yeah i know but you don't see lucy lou's house yeah remember when her dad goes oh you're talking about that house oh, yeah. okay yeah Anyways, I love like seventies style type homes, but I don't know that my decor reflects that at all because I'm still <laughs> figuring it out and I love to just buy things and then I go, Ooh, that'll be a little trinket in the office. <laughs> so it's all right though. I'm still navigating it. It's all right though. Um okay, this next one's from Andy. She said, What has been your favorite memory so far of 2023? Shit. I would say one of my top memories is the Eiffel Tower oh yeah it that is. was really fun i like that a lot um hosting the oscars uh that's one of mine for sure tour tour is one of my favorite yeah. memories of 2023 yeah. same it's hard to pick just one i know moving into my house was a really good night- same yeah. shit oh my yeah. god that's a huge memory for me this year oh my god um so many things. fuck i forgot the oscars were this year that's that's fucking crazy and tour Tour I feel like, was 17 years ago. That was pretty crazy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Those are the things I think about. Yeah, far too many to pick just one. Um, Even you. when we went to Hawaii this year. Yeah, Hawaii. Our family was wh- really, Hawaii. really fun. Yeah. It was just... It's been a... It's a banner year. Oh, when I got to walk in my walls. first um, Pride Parade. That was really yeah. special to me, yeah. Ta- <laughs> Time flies, you guys. I don't know. Those are some of my favorite memories. Yeah. Okay. Um, this next one's from Shane. They said, among all the concerts you've attended this year, what was the most memorable for the both of you and what made it the most memorable? I was going to say Beyonce. That was, that's like, I mean, I've already seen Beyonce live once. I haven't. So it's easily Beyonce. Yeah. But, um, I, I don't know. And what Uh, was our favorite moment? Is that what it says? Uh, what was the most memorable for the both of you and what made it the most memorable? Beyonce easily, easily by a old fucking landslide Beyonce. Mm Um, and what made it the most memorable well we luckily we were thankfully we got to see her twice mm-hmm. the first time it was memorable because we got to go with our, some of our favorite people in I was the gonna universe say, i the, i loved both the shows but i loved that one the most because we got to take our mom and, and our, our cousin, cousin josh and we got to go with brittany and chris and that was so much just fun. like unbelievable like truly just a 1 million out of 10 night like mm-hmm. it was so fucking fun like mm-hmm. truly a core memory um yeah it was like the people that we went with um that night and then her, the birthday show was memorable because I got to go with days mm-hmm. and um that was really fucking cool and then uh getting to go with like Beyonce's hair brand was like unbelievably mm-hmm. amazing and also I got to see her really up close that day so mm-hmm um beyonce by landslide uh reasons too many to count too many to count just yeah i cannot thank sofi and beyonce's hair run it for taking me thank yeah, you so that's much insane i am so thankful i fucking manifested the shit out of that i was like ooh, i hope i get to go see beyonce this year and i did thankfully i'm very very grateful so yeah Okay, this one's funny. Okay, this one's from Riley. She said, do you have any theories slash predictions about each other's futures? I'm convinced that my sister-in-law will meet her future soulmate, future soulmate in a grocery store. There isn't much reason why. I just feel so sure about it. That's funny. That's sweet. Um, I mean, when it comes to, to Dason, I just think... I think the only thing I'm absolutely certain of is the next person that she's with is the person that she's going to be destined to be with. Don't know who it is or where they are, but I do think that the next one is the last one in a beautiful way. Do you think I'll meet them in the grocery store? No. <laughs> You're not in a grocery store enough. Do you think they'll be my doorDash strike? <laughs> for real I honestly don't know. I, I no, honestly, if I were to if I were to think about what they'll be doing, like I feel like this person is going to be someone with a platform of some kind. You think so? I think so, yeah. I just think it's I think that's like what you're destined for. Mm. Someone with their own like their own thing going on in this. Yeah, that okay. can kind of like that can understand the scheduling of everything and like Mm. how it works and like you know what I'm saying like someone who knows like the industry you don't think it'll be like Billy where he has no idea what anything is I mean he didn't that's what I'm talking about not now him Does now. I'm talking about well I've even told Brittany that I'm like Billy's like the perfect split because he knows enough yeah so I can like talk for hours even but even if he didn't know anything he would let me talk to him yeah. about stuff because he does um man what's that like <laughs> let's talk about that for a second he knows enough but not so much that it's like Weird, you know what I'm saying, um, but yeah, he's he, but he also doesn't know anything about like trends or anything like that. Like, he knows enough. He does to a point. Yeah, yeah. He knows enough, but he's not like entrenched enough to be like, you know what I mean? Like closely following trends or trying to follow them or whatever. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think it's gonna be. That's what I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you had asked me like five years ago, I could have predicted this, (laughs) like what we're doing, what you're doing right now. I would have predicted that. Um, I predict that you're going to meet the rock again, even though you've already met him a bunch of times. (laughs) I just predict that there's something so like every time you do something really cool, it, that's like kind of insane, which is like every month there's like six new things, Um, I always think, man, it can't get any bigger than this, but like I, it does every single time. (laughs) So I don't know. I feel like you're going to get to be on like the cover of like a really cool magazine next year. That's what I like feel like in my bones. Like that's cool. Whether it's like Rolling Stone or something like that. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm predicting that's cool and then guess where that'll be selling in the grocery store <laughs> <laughs> and when you go pick it up you're going to your soul i'm gonna run into my soulmate who's picking up my d- d- groceries to doordash to my house there but you know. that's what i'm predicting it's for you. all it all connects that you'll get something like really cool like that cool thanks buddy for like your book or something you know what i mean hopefully that's my prediction nice and i'm sticking to it <laughs> okay this, la- this is the last one we're ending with sophie this episode is shorter than the other ones i'm sorry I'm sorry guys we're doing our best but this last one's from Sophie she asked what are the biggest life lessons you've learned oh this God. year <laughs> my my headphones almost ripped off the back of my head oh my okay. cord got stuck and I was like <laughs> you can watch me struggling in there I'm gonna leave that in okay so <laughs> Sophie wants to know what were the biggest life lessons you learned this year mm. this year I'll share mine. So I have a new therapist. I've been seeing him. He's the only consistent man in my life outside of my family. <laughs> um, I've been seeing him for like three or four months. But he, when something that I've learned from him that I wish I had learned last year, but it's okay that I'm learning it now. I'm just glad I'm learning it in general.
1: Mm-hmm. Is that
0: I don't stand up enough for myself in a lot of situations. So what ends up happening is that that's why I think so little of myself. Because I don't stand up for myself. Because I'm like, oh, if I feel like other people aren't listening to me like, in terms of, like, boundaries or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's because... So, because I let people, you know, like, do stuff Cross like Cross your to boundaries. Me, yeah. Then I think little... So little of myself because I allow people to treat me like that. That's a huge... Like, when he said that to me, I was, like, <laughs> gobsmacked. Right. Like, he said, so much of your self-esteem is... in people don't think about this is tied to the way you allow people to treat you. Yeah. And talk to you and interact with you. That's why people say things like... uh you're with people that you think you deserve. You know what I mean? When it comes to relationships. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a huge life lesson. I When you look back on past relationships and you look at people and you can see it a lot clearer that those people didn't deserve you. Right. Mm -hmm. You can see you, like you think to yourself, like, why would I allow that to happen? Or why would I allow that to happen for so long or whatever? Like, you know, the normal questions, good people ask themselves, like when they look back and realize that, that their partners weren't good enough for them. You know what I mean? And they made them feel like they weren't good enough for them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of time, a lot of times it's women, unfortunately, um, who feel those things. And you look back and you realize too, like I allowed that kind of, Treatment because I think I thought at the time even subconsciously that that's what I deserve. Yeah, like that I I understood, but I didn't think like I think it applied to like in confidence so other in yeah that I yeah. that I think I'm ugly and annoying and stupid and no one likes me. No, I know I'm saying you know I'm mean? saying like it's easier to see it reflected in another person. Does that make sense? Like when you see it acted out in a relationship and you're a third party you're like well that's very obvious to me Mm -hmm. but when you're talking about confidence which is not something that's tangible and you can't see it's harder to like conceptualize that the same way like it applies both ways yeah yeah Yeah, 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 the same line of thinking applies yeah 100% and that is like not just romantic relationships but like all relationships like platonic family you know what I mean yeah I mean a lot of things I did in my past relationship I like I like I, I held all validation in that yeah. So then like when I broke up with them, I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? I don't know anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And more importantly, you realized you realized then that your confidence was a lot of it was was tied to that. There. And then now I'm like, why am I still not confident? And it's because I allow I, I treat myself like shit by allowing other people to step all over me or, or to feel like that's what's happening. And you're me. also not not confident. You're just not as confident. No, I know. It's just in terms of like myself, why do I have such a low self-esteem? It's because of this. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And recognizing it is a beautiful thing because Mm -hmm. you get to, you realize that you deserve the love and respect that you give other people, right? Mm -hmm. From not just yourself, from, but from other people, Mm -hmm. right? Like around you, you deserve the same exact love and respect in all relationships with you. Mm Mm-hmm family work romantic friend like have you ever you've been with billy for six years Mm -hmm. have you ever asked him or thought like do you do you want to be with me yeah oh okay i thought you were gonna say no and i was like dang what's that like no i i no i've never thought that in the sense that i've been like oh he's too good for me not like that i mean like where he's made you feel like he doesn't want to be with you oh no that's what i'm talking about he's never made me feel that way there have been moments where I've had those thoughts because of like, um, emotions that I was feeling Yeah, and or pro- he and or yeah, and you're projecting and, it onto this, but yeah. same, same with him. He's had those about me too. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because like, I, I think it's a natural human emotion. Like insecurity is natural in human and everybody experiences it not just, with themselves but also like in their romantic relationships especially long-term ones like long-term monogamous relationships um I feel like it's natural sometimes to have some sort of like insecurity in the sense that you get a little nervous or whatever and I think I think you could attribute it to insecurity but I also think another part of it could be attributed to the fact that to love someone and to commit your life to someone is a vulnerable act you know what I mean and like to be so openly vulnerable and understand that you can't control everything that happens, including anything that may or may not happen to that person Mm -hmm. is another reason why I think thoughts like that um, are created in my mind. Mm -hmm. It's almost like me creating problems because I'm so afraid that I might lose somebody. Sure. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. That's not what I'm saying at all. No, no, no. (laughs) I'm saying those are also moments where I've been like, I mean, like, do you even want to be with me kind of thing where it's like, it's almost like I'm quitting before it could potentially end even though we neither of us have any plans of it ending. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? No, that makes sense to me, but I'm saying what I'm saying, I know more people are doing No, that. I know, I'm just saying I'm th- I think that's a big reason why I've had those moments. Oh, 100%. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's it's literally just been because I've part of it is also just a, like, you know, it's a natural human emotion to feel um to feel like You know, you want to check in. But I, if what you're asking, I know what you're asking me though. Like I've never had to like guess if he wants to be with me. I just wanted to share that with the team. Okay. What uh, was your biggest life lesson from this year? I think one of my biggest life lessons thing is that I, oh, here's what I'll say. Is that I'm no good to anyone if I don't take breaks. (laughs) i'm useless like i really am i'm useless to my community that i've built online to my platform to my team to my family to my boyfriend like i'm useless if i don't uh take breaks but more importantly say no to shit i say i say yes to almost everything that i get uh opportunity wise not everything everything but i am a lot more liberal with my yeses than i probably should be and learned that the hard way this year overwhelming myself to the point where i like literally have a panic attack that's not a joke um it's a bad thing and doesn't uh serve anyone or help anyone in fact it slows everybody down right so uh that was a big big one i learned this year and also i think another one too is like understanding for me personally that like like your limits yeah, my 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 personal limits, my work limits. Yeah. Just like making sure I'm checking in with myself as much as I as much as I check in with work and make sure I'm working all the time. So, yeah. That's what I would say. I know I say that every time and it's fucking and it's fucking boring, but I'm telling you right now. If you guys saw how what was happening to me, you would be like, that's fair. That's a good life lesson to learn. So, yeah. Anywho. Very thankful, though. and very happy that I have... I'm honestly very lucky in that sense that I have a really, really wonderful, obviously, family, y'all know, but also team. I have a really, really wonderful team. Who understands that, that, yeah. Who understands that and honestly... um, Sees it before you. Yeah. Predicts it and tells me, I'm going to say no to this because Mm -hmm. you need to sleep, which is a good thing so like I even after this upcoming week like Alex was telling me a couple days ago she's like I'm gonna make sure you have nothing going on that whole week and I want you to stay home and I want you to sleep deal <laughs> uh okay fine <laughs> works out all right that's gonna do it for this week's episode of two idiot girls Ish. if you enjoyed it you can stream other episodes ever you can listen to podcasts and the video version is always on our youtube channel but other than that we love you and we'll see you next week bye, bye. <laughs>